Hello, lovely heretics, listeners, not viewers or, or fans, I was going to call you, but I think you're listeners. Aren't, that's, what, that's what you're being if you're listening. You are listening to this episode of Heretics. And it's a Saturday, and as many of you know, on Saturdays I try to mix things up a little bit, sometimes do a bit of a monologue or do a bit of a live stream on YouTube, talk to someone a bit different, as opposed to the Monday and Thursday episodes, which are these pre-recorded, high-production episodes. So today I just wanted to react to Russell Brand's uh, first sort of big interview since all of the scandal. For any of you who don't know, Russell Brand was accused by, at first I think it was four women and then many more women started coming out about potential or alleged crimes he had committed against them of a sexual nature, uh, mostly I think 10, 20 years ago. Uh, when this first all came about, I put out an episode um, on YouTube that said, hey, you know, let's wait and see. And I also put that on the audio podcast, and I wasn't usually doing that kind of thing. And that was interpreted by a lot of people as me trying to just defend Russell Brand point blank. Um, That wasn't my intention. As many of you also know, and I've spoken about this quite a lot before, if you want to convince minds, I'm a strong believer that you have to sort of go in on the other side first. Um, I I think it's a waste of time, really, to just go in shouting before I've even heard allegations um, about all the bad things about Russell Brand. I knew, I think I knew, and I think most people knew that this was not going to look good for him, especially British people, and I'm going to talk about that in my in my upcoming monologue. This isn't part of the monologue yet. This is the intro, which by coincidence is also a monologue, uh, but it's addressing just the listeners of the podcast who are slightly differently minded to the YouTube folk. Um, but yeah, that was all interpreted that way, and then I put up, you know, daily updates as more and more came out about Russell. Um being pretty damning of the guy. But again, I think it's a waste of time to do so in a tribal way, which is why I always mention that I think he's a really smart guy. I always, I think his comedies he's really funny, he's really intelligent, and he has a lot of pretty amazing qualities. Um, he also has some pretty horrific qualities by the accounts of many of these women, and I don't think that surprised many people in Britain. Um, at the same time, none of it means that he necessarily committed these crimes but I think it's all still ongoing so we will see uh, what happened but I think even if he didn't commit actual crimes or isn't found guilty of committing those crimes I personally think you can still criticize someone for behavior that most of us would not uh, condone so that's how I feel and I'm going to do a whole big monologue and answer some questions on the live stream now about Russell Brand he came out and did this big interview with Tucker Carlson Uh, who just, you know, just let him talk. And the assumption was that he's already innocent and being framed by the government, which is just stuff that I just, I just don't really uh, have time for. I don't, I don't abide. I don't, I don't believe that stuff. Um, Many of you maybe do. And it's important that we have plurality of opinion and that we can disagree because at the end of the day, the only people who really know uh, what went on are Russell Brand and the women who are, who have accused him. And I would say due to the state that Russell Brown was in for many of those years, you might even exclude him from that list of people who know what actually went down. So make of this what you will. Um, I hope it is of interest to you guys and makes for an interesting car journey or walk or whatever you might be doing when you listen. And I hope you keep enjoying Heretics. This is my monologue about Russell Brand.
people now scratching their heads going, what was Andrew's position on Russell Brand again? I'll just quickly reiterate. I came out, uh, came out, I came out, I came out when he first, when this all came out about the allegations against the comedian, British comedian Russell Brand uh, by four, five, six, seven, multiple women over the years. Now, there was this big divide, remember, between the Brits and the Americans, because the Brits remembered that this is obviously mostly true. Whether the criminal stuff is true, we don't know. And that's the main thing. But there are a lot of criticisms that we can make that aren't all about criminal cases, aren't there? So we all knew in Britain, like, well, obviously, the guy has pretty much admitted that's what he's been up to for years. And we know that to be the case. Um, but the culture changed around him and those things were no longer permissible. And a lot of the things he did get up to were probably not permissible at the time. Um, however, I came in and said, hey, first things first, let's hear what the allegations are, because everybody was condemning him before even hearing the allegations, which is just very human, isn't it? It's what we do. We jump on people and whatever. Now, speaking of jumping on people, because I did that, everybody jumped on me. About 10,000 people said, I'm never going to listen to your podcast again, uh, never going to watch it on YouTube again, because you defended Russell Brand, which is absurd because I didn't defend him. I said, let's actually just wait till we've heard the allegations to see and that he is clearly a very good comedian. He's incredibly intelligent uh, and probably raises a lot of good points about various different things. That was it. That lost me everyone. Um, in the days that followed, more and more started coming out. I started reading it. That's what you're supposed to do, isn't it? And I started going, you know what? Doesn't look good. None of it's a big surprise, but he deserves to be criticised. Now, did he deserve to have his YouTube taken away when he hasn't been found guilty in the court of law? Absolutely not. This is his way of earning. Even people who have been arrested and put in prison afterwards are rehabilitated and able to make a living, providing they don't do so. Oh, I should put those yellow lights on, shouldn't I? Uh, providing they don't do so through their crime. You can't make a profit from your crime. Although you can if you're OJ Simpson and never did the crime as far as uh, anybody's concerned and then wrote what would happen had you committed the crime. That was a very sneaky way around it. Uh, and then you didn't have to go to prison and you got to make money out of your crime. Now, uh, Russ, as I call him, and one of the older English guys, we're all mates over here, aren't we? He... <laughs> Clearly did or most of the stuff he's been accused of. I can't say about the criminal stuff, and neither can Dame Carol Dynage, is it? Or is Caroline? I always get always forget which one it is. Not that there are two different people called Caroline Dynage and Carol Dynage. And Russell Brand correctly makes the point while talking to uh, Tucker Carlson that it must sound like this sort of fairy tale land of dames and lords and things like that over here, where people are just so removed from. Uh, society and what's going on, the reality of the world. And so Dame, <coughs> sorry, Dame Carol, I'll just call her Carol Dynage, uh, not only pushed YouTube to throw Russell Brand off, which they obligingly did, but also tried to get Rumble to do the same. And her huge mistake was trying to appeal to Rumble's willingness to appear like YouTube, which was a huge mistake. And they went to Rumble, which if you don't know, is the alternative to YouTube, where they, they hate YouTube, basically. And Dame Carol or Caroline Dynage was like, oh, don't you want to follow in the footsteps of YouTube and do the right thing and, and all this stuff? And they were like, what? No. And what about free speech? And what about these kinds of things? You know, he has to be able to do these things. Now, if he is taken to court because he's committed a criminal action, 
then so be it. So basically, I lost like hundreds of thousands of followers, by which I mean about 10,000, because I'm exaggerating profusely. And it might only be 5,000, really. But I just know that it was thousands, partly because I defended Russell Brand. And then in the days that followed, because I condemned him. And then I lost even more because I had condemned him, but also agreed with his right to continue working, because it's ridiculous for the government to collude in getting him taken off air. And you're not supposed to have a nuanced both sides view on YouTube. It doesn't help, does it? It's <laughs> it's just not how you grow a YouTube channel. Fortunately, those of you who have remained are good people and you understand um, a lot of the nuance involved in this. You can be guilty of doing things without having necessarily committed a criminal action. You might just be guilty philosophically. You might just be guilty in the eyes of a society who can then decide whether or not to continue watching your show. Uh, you also have a right to continue working until you are found guilty in the court of law and even thereafter. So I thought I would take a look at a few of the things from the Tucker Carlson interview. I just watched it. First thing to note, bad sound, right? And that's annoying because Tucker Carlson, I do get annoyed by people. I suppose this is just a a side point that is irrelevant for most of you guys. But, you know, I put a hell of a lot of work into this stuff, making sure everything's just right. And I don't have the money or resources of a Tucker Carlson. So how can it be that he puts something out into the world that has bad sound? You can hear like a bzz, buzzing sound. And he must have loads of people working for him. He must have loads of money involved in this thing. How has he not checked it? How has someone not around him not checked it? There is a buzzing, and it's very easy in post to remove that buzzing. That's all I would say about that. It's not a big deal, but it does annoy me because the rest of us are trying to build something from nothing here and we have to get everything right. And we often don't. <sighs> right. Um, so the suggestion in the interview, as it starts, firstly, there's 45 minutes, right? Very little of it is actually about the allegations because it seems to have been already decided at the beginning of the interview that this was a complete smear campaign. Now, I'm not against the possibility that this was a smear campaign. But again, let's look at some nuance here. Something can be a smear campaign by using smears that are actually true. What I mean by that is it is very possible that some higher powers within the media, I'm not saying that this is what I believe, by the way, I'm saying I am willing to uh, listen to people with this view, and I'm willing to entertain it that some higher-ups in the media said this guy is getting too close to the truth when he talks about Ukraine and Russia and vaccinations and all the things you're not supposed to talk about. He's getting to big farmer, too close to the truth. Uh, let's take him out. Let's have a look at what he's done in his past. Ah, there's absolutely loads of stuff, including multiple allegations from women. So it can be both true that people wanted to take him down and it was a bit of a conspiracy and that he did actually do the things. Um, but in the interview with Tucker Carlson, it appears to just be a clear smear campaign and it has been decided by Carlson and by whoever watches it, because people are loving that video on Twitter at the moment, that it's 100% smear campaign and it doesn't matter what he did to a lot of very vulnerable people. Now, Brand uh, is more unlistenable than ever in this episode. Again, I actually enjoy his comedy. I got in trouble for saying I enjoy his comedy. The guy's tantamount to a genius and I think people again get really angry when I say it I'm not backing down on that the guy's super super smart and really is an impressive guy who uses and is aware he's using his working class accent to surprise people when he comes out with this higher register of words but it does sound 
at times rehearsed, and it's never sounded more rehearsed than in this interview. Remember, Russell Brand is a Hollywood actor. He's very good at learning lines and repeating them, regurgitating them even. So, it's you know, see what you guys think. Have a little listen. Um, you know what? Maybe I, I want to know what you guys think, actually. So put a one in the chat if you think Russell Brand did also do... Hmm. Yeah, put a one if you think there's a chance Russell is guilty of some of the things that he's, that's happened. Put a two if you think this is 100% smear campaign. want to see what you guys are thinking. I'm sure some of you will think it is total smear campaign. Uh, I, for one, don't believe... You know, it's a mix, I think. I suppose I could have done a three for a mix, but I want to see which way you lean towards and we'll be interested. A few decades ago, private citizens used to be largely that. Private. What's changed? The internet. Think about everything you've browsed, searched for, watched or tweeted. Now imagine all of that data being crawled through, collected and aggregated by third parties into a permanent public record. Your record. Having your private life exposed for others to see was once something only celebrities worried about. But in an era where everyone is online, everyone is a public figure. To keep my data private when I go online, I turn to ExpressVPN. Did you know there are hundreds of data brokers out there whose sole business is to buy and sell your data? The worst part is they don't have to tell you who they're selling it to or get your consent. One of these data points is your IP address. Data harvesters use your IP to uniquely identify you and your location. But with ExpressVPN, my connection gets rerouted through an encrypted server and my IP address is masked. Every time I turn ExpressVPN on, I'm given a random IP address shared by other ExpressVPN customers. That makes it more difficult for third parties to identify me and harvest my data. And the best part is how easy ExpressVPN is to use. No matter what device you're on, phone, laptop or smart TV, all you have to do is tap one button to get protected. So if, like me, you believe that your data is your business, secure yourself with the number one rated VPN on the market. Visit expressvpn.com heretics and get three extra months for free. That's expressvpn.com slash heretics. Go to expressvpn.com slash heretics to learn more. Hey, it's Andrew. If you're enjoying Heretics, there's another podcast I want to recommend to you, especially if climate change, global conflicts and an upcoming election are making you feel like we're on the brink of disaster. What Could Go Right is hosted by Progress Network founder Zachary Carabell and executive director Emma Varvalukas. On What Could Go Right, the hosts sit down with expert guests to discuss the world's most pressing issues without resorting to pessimism or despair that we hear so often. Instead, they look back at how far society has come and look forward at what it will take to achieve an even brighter future. Is progress on the way? They may not have all the answers, but on What Could Go Right, they're asking the key questions. Tune in to hear interviews with upcoming guests like writer Coleman Hughes, CNN host Fareed Zakaria, and economist Alison Schrager. If you're looking for a weekly dose of optimistic ideas from smart people, join them every Wednesday on What Could Go Right, available wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, it is mostly ones here so far. So I'm good. I'm pleased that people understand that. And again, I, I don't think it means that there wasn't any smear campaign. Uh, it just means that, you know, he did do some of this stuff. But there are twos as well in there. And they are welcome to those opinions. I'm pleased that they're at least listening to me talk about something that they disagree with. Now, let's move on to what was said in this interview. Um, 
So there's, again, a point Tucker Carlson makes over and over again is your tax dollars are being used against you. What he means by that is that Carol, Dame Carol Caroline Dynage was uh, working against him despite being part of the government uh, to which he pays a significant amount of tax. Now, firstly, you know, I did want to say to Tucker Carlson, tax dollars is not sort of an applicable phrase that can be uh, thrown willy-nilly around countries worldwide. We don't have tax dollars. We have tax pounds, although we don't really say that. No, I never hear anyone talking about my tax pounds, and I think it's because we don't attach the same symbolic um, resonance to the dollar, you know, the pound as you guys do with the dollar. I don't know what it is exactly. It would seem, oh, my tax pounds are getting taken by the government, all those tax pounds. I don't think we would talk like that. Um, but it's fair to say his pounds, in that sense, were being used against him. I think it's a bit of an unfair point because surely anybody who pays tax, especially a significant amount of tax, is then what, beyond reproach, beyond the law, that the, the government shouldn't then go against him? Of course, I understand Carlson's point is they were colluding against him to, to ensnare in, in him uh, in a duplicitous way, which he doesn't, you know, th there is a point there, especially with the way they were trying to get him to stop earning money, the very money that he then pays tax on in the UK. They're sort of like turkeys voting for Christmas, aren't they? So I don't know. Russell then said he's living in a good values place. He went into a lot of woo-woo talk and a lot of hippie, hipster stuff. He learned he didn't want the Hollywood life, said that he had an appetite for a promiscuous lifestyle, but doesn't admit any wrongdoing. So there's a lot of victim signaling that gets thrown in there. Basically, this is like a 45-minute long, um, very eloquent speech about all the powers that be that is done so quickly that before you have a time to question any, a second to question anything he's already moved to the next topic and he's smart and he's not wrong about a lot of this stuff well you know being manipulated blah 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 um but what he does is he does just sort of spit out a, an occasional victim signal uh and i won't go into all of them but there were quite a few in the interview one of which of course he's a man in recovery he's always in recovery he's recovering he's having to recover from uh Alcoholism, the very alcoholism that, by all accounts, led to the led to the allegations about him that he treated women uh, abhorrently and basically sees people who are not as rich and famous as him as pawns. And that is a an important point as we go forward here because I think one of the main points that Brand is trying to make is look at the government; they are treating us all as pawns and blah blah blah. When that is exactly what Brand is being accused of doing, just. He wants to set himself up very much as this sort of, uh, no, no, I didn't want Hollywood, big Hollywood. No, 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 no. I'm just going to be this like nice person living for good values when there are just so many accounts of behavior that verges on the psychopathic from this man, unfortunately. Now, Tucker Carlson says, what a betrayal by your own government. Uh, and as I say, it was right he is right that it was bonkers for the UK government to push YouTube and Rumble and other platforms to cancel Russell or to censor Russell Brand. Um, and the point then made is, by Tucker Carlson and by Russell Brand, if they can do it to you, Russell Brand, then the average person stands no chance. This is one of the most famous men in the world, guys. This is, you know, uh, the, <laughs> I... You know, he, for years, more or less admitted to doing the things he's being accused of. And those people are, like us, the average person. So 
to twist this and say, because of what the government's doing and because you've gotten in trouble for the stuff you did, whether criminally or not, right, then, oh, they'll get the average people next. He was getting the average people. He's accused of really quite heinous, I don't want to say crimes because, well, I guess he is, yeah, he is accused of heinous crimes. Uh, and, and just horrific behavior and horrific treatment of other human beings. This is clearly, by his own behavior, not stuff he is alleged to have done, by his own behavior that we know he did, this is a man who does not care about the common person, and he is feeding you lies. And unfortunately, that is what he, the exact, the exact uh, route he is taking at the moment with his talks about the government and the conspiracies and things. He is saying of them what I am saying of Russell. So this is the issue. He seems so well-versed in the concept, the very idea that governments pit us against each other to cause and stoke fear, which is probably true, by the way. But he, in doing so, gives away what he is doing. Because if you look at his channel, if you look at what he's been doing the last few years, it is just fear, 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 collusion of enemies, conspiracies, the government doesn't care about you. He is stoking the very fear, and he's doing it more successfully than the British and probably US government. He's got millions and millions of followers hanging on his every word, and he is a brilliant orator. He's just fantastic at it. So he even acknowledges what many people think, the idea that it was a smokescreen, like creating this whole channel to hide the allegations. He says, he says in the interview, oh, that idea is, is ridiculous, that it was a smokescreen. But that is what he is accusing the government of doing all the time. The government and the big powers that be and all these people, they're all these sort of mystical, uh, un intangible people. Like, who, what is this sort of abstract nothingness of people? Uh, are just them. Them? Who's them? Well, you know, I have, I've got ideas about who them might be, unfortunately, in his mind, and I don't think it looks very good for Russell. I mean, it's, he's literally sitting there telling us what he does, but saying the government does it. He's very aware that he does it. I've just been watching The Traitors, which is this great TV series in the UK where they assign, maybe they have it in the US as well, someone will let me know. Uh, they basically say, you, you know, there's 30 people or 20 people, you guys are all faithfuls, then they pick without anyone knowing, two or three traitors, and everyone else has to guess who the traitors are. It's amazing how quickly everybody just turns on them, and amazing how good most human beings are at lying. And everybody says, oh, I can tell a lie. I'm so good. Body language. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone who says that gets it wrong immediately. Everyone who thinks they're good at reading body language, including magicians, including um, um, even FBI agents. I mean, I've written about this in my book coming out in April, uh, the Psychology of Secrets. Most FBI agents do not fare better than the average person at guessing from body language whether somebody is lying. You can't really do it. So it's not beyond the realms of possibility that Russell Brand, in deflecting, has started this whole campaign against the government saying they are using a smokescreen and trying to stoke division to hide what they're really up to when Russell is actually doing that. Quite clearly. He talks in woo-woo otherwise, which is another way of just clouding. Uh, it's something, it's a bit of a word salad thing. It's what a lot of the far left do. You see Judith Butler do it. You see a lot of religious people do it as well. It's when they don't have concrete um, evidence or rebuttals, they just go into the woo-woo. I would hope that you don't see me doing that. I don't go into this ridiculously high register where nobody can understand me and I talk too fast, or that I'm just saying bananas, bananas, and all the people out there 
you want people who are making specific allegations about specific people and telling you what is going on and understanding both sides of things. So he says as well, something strange is happening. He keeps saying things like that, but he never puts his finger on what. Uh, and he constantly tries to tell you, the viewer, like, look, this happened to me. It can happen to you. Uh, it can happen to entire movements. It can happen to the right wing, to the left wing. And then he begins in this interview to praise David Icke and Alex Jones. And I know that a good percentage of you love those people and think those people are wonderful. And those people are interesting people. I think Alex Jones actually has a wonderful voice that is not noticed enough. It's not spoken about enough. What an incredible voice he has. And there are even times where he said ostensibly insane things that years later have turned out to have some truth to them. And David Icke has done the same thing. What you need to remember about David Icke is that David Icke believes in lizard people um, and that uh, <laughs> there are infinite dimensions of vibrational energy and that interdimensional race of reptilian beings, the Archons or Anuk An what is it? Anunuk Anunnaki, have hijacked the Earth, uh, and a lot of mad, weird stuff. Uh, so there you go. He's also been accused of denying the Holocaust, all sorts of really horrible things. And I think if you're going to go, yes, 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 but but the stuff that isn't the denying the Holocaust and the stuff that isn't the lizard people, oh yeah, but that's the good stuff. I don't think those those are good people to follow, quite frankly. And I don't usually say it because I know that so many of you guys absolutely love those guys, particularly David Icke. And my best, one of my best friends, my best YouTube buddy, Sean Atwood, loves him. And that's okay. We still hang out and we chat and we disagree fundamentally about one thing, and that is fine. So I hope that is fine with you guys as well. Um, Christy C says, I am confused. Are you not also creating fear in your argument right now? Um... Maybe. Look, I want to be open to all possibilities and I, I want to take all questions and never want to be like, oh, I'm not uh, you know, going to look at myself. I think what I'm saying is Russell Brand is somebody who we all know and he admits did a lot of these really awful things. And I don't think that this was a big conspiracy to get him. I think it is possible that that was partly it. And, and that's it. I don't know what, I mean, who am I creating fear for apart from around Russell Brand? But it's just, believing the many women who accused him uh, and i think you can go against that kind of far left idea of like believe all women which is ridiculous you shouldn't uh ever believe anyone never believe anyone uh, and i think that's one side of it but you can also you i don't think we need to go so far as to say never believe any of them i think that's ridiculous as well so there you go um let me see what people are saying but by all means you know ask those questions i think that's 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 completely fair Mel Bennett says, Brand is well-educated and plays down that fact. From a well-off family, nothing working class about him, though he goes after them. Economy tanks and people look to gurus and things to push hate onto. That's really interesting. I need to look further into that. Did he go to like a posh school or something? Um, I don't know. I did. Nothing wrong with that. But there you go. Mimikyu says, did A.A. Ron get arrested? Yeah, he did get arrested. That's Aaron Smith-Levin, my buddy, as Americans say, who, well, yeah, as Mel says, he got released uh, he was getting into all sorts of a mess for the Scientology stuff. Thanks, guys, for listening in. I hope you found that of interest. I hope it was nuanced enough, and I hope that not too many people will either take uh, one thing from it, which is like, oh, so he doesn't believe the accusers when I, I do, or, oh, he just believes the accusers, which, well, I suppose I do, but I don't, um, I, I don't, I just don't believe all the mad, uh, the conspiracy angle. I just don't really go for it. 
in this particular case. And, you know, even if it is possible, we know how he was behaving. Gosh, I'm trying to cover all tracks here and it's pretty difficult work. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed that. There's some big episodes coming up. Uh, recorded ones, of course. We've got... Oh, who have we got, actually? I'm going to have a look at that because I don't always say anymore because it changes. It's all subject to change and I don't want that to happen. However, oh, Kelly J. Keane coming up talking about the trans stuff. Paul Morland on population collapse. Stella Assange talking about Julian Assange. So big eps or episodes, eps as we call them in the business, coming up. Please do share the podcast with friends, people you think might be interested in it. And I'll see you next time. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.